You are now listening to For All Nerds Show, a podcast about geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. For All Nerds is hosted by DJ Ben Amin, Tatiana King-Jones, and Jeff J. Our show is edited and produced by DJ Ben Amin, and For All Nerds Show is a member of the Loudspeakers Network, where we always say rest in peace to our founder, Combat Jack. For All Nerds Show is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcasts, live events, our website, are all independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash for all nerds. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. What's up, y'all, and welcome to another episode of the For All Nerd Show. The voice of the urban geek, the multicultural maestros, where we discuss geek culture from the perspective of people of color. And as always, it's your boy, DJ Benamin, a.k.a. the Kevin Bacon of the internets, the anti-trife equation. Keep that same energon when you see me. Wakabi's lost conscience. Bobby Filet. Hollywood Hameen, the Beverly Trillbilly, here in the spaceship. And as always, I'm joined by... Tatiana King-Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as Beretta Scott King, Lambo Calrissian, a Honda Civic. Dora the Explorer Miliche and Jay Prince of All Saints. <laughs> All right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta watch that, boy. <sighs> you know, that's not a name you play around with no. and sitting in the third seat. Mr. Prince, I do not co-sign what she just yeah, said. Yeah, I'm from, I'm from H-Town. Um, yeah, yeah. Whatever ward, please protect us all. Yeah. Um, What's up, y'all? My name is Jeff J, a.k.a. the Rum Punch Man, Brainiac Five Racks, the King in the North Face, Seven of Nine Nine Problems, and Edward. What's up, my Nigma? <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's just absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Enigma. E, my Nigma. Pronounce the say. M, yeah. or you might have a problem. Yeah, you mm-hmm. might. You mm-hmm. might. <laughs> Gotta watch that right. one. Gotta watch that Pronounce one right the there. the M. The M is not if silent. If you're a lighter hue, be careful. <laughs> the M is vocal. Yeah. The M does not move in silence. <laughs> like lasagna. <laughs> or or like the mode. Oh, forget it. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. That's a P. Almost. Real P's yeah. moving silence like pneumonia. <laughs> You know, it, it could work. Anyway, folks, like we said before, this is the For All Nerd Show, the voice of the Urban Geek. Thank you for joining us. Thank you to all our new listeners, all our new subscribers who are now following us on that iTunes, on Spotify. People were asking, can you find us on Spotify? Yes, you can, because we're right there. We're all over wherever you find better podcasts. We are there Thank you, thank you very much. Better and worse. <laughs> no, no, just better. We're all the better. We all, we're yeah. all the podcasts. Yeah, yeah, we know. But we're, we're where you find better podcasts. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I mean. Because okay. we're with better podcasts. Okay. Shout out to the Loudspeakers Network with the net worth. Um, you know, what are we talking about? I mean, Speaking of net worth, I, you know, I know what we could talk about, but, you know. You got something else? No, there's a lot, but I'm not sure if I know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I definitely don't. Oh, you don't? I mean, net worth, you know, we could talk about how us oh, made yes. 
all of the moolah this weekend. Bid Bank. What was it? The highest, I mean, obviously, number one for horror movie. Uh, number one, I think, for live action. It was a lot. Biggest opening weekend for yeah. an original uh, IP. Mo- uh, original horror movie, I believe, yep. or original yeah. movie. And original it's like, IP, yeah. before inflation, after inflation, it made history. So. Yeah, made a lot of bank. We talked about it last week, you know, but now that most people have seen it, yeah, more people have seen it. Yeah. I know there are still some people who have not seen it. People are hitting us up on the For All Nerds Instagram today talking about, yo, watch for your spoilers and stuff, you know. It's, has, right. Maybe should we do a separate special just for what we think about us? I don't think so. I think by point, now, should like, we do it now. Yeah, I think now. Or we could do it for Patreon. Oh. oh, that's actually a better idea. There we go. And if you guys don't know what Patreon is, that is the way that you can help <laughs> us financially. Even if it's just a dollar, we would appreciate it because those dollars go a long way. While supplies us, last. Yes. It helps us get to all the events that you like to see us cover, such as Comic-Con. It helps us attend all these events, including buying these tickets or badges or whatever, what have you. It also helps us get equipment and make sure that we are providing you with the best of the best when it comes to geek and pop culture so i think that's the move we're gonna put it in our patreon so for you patreon folks y'all are already set y'all ready to go if you want to be a patreon folk you got to go to patreon.com slash for all nerds and again at least a dollar and you're in there your money will be existent in our bank account and you will not be non-existent <laughs> when you see the results of what we do yes yes mm-hmm. um universally donate to us oh no come on really dude and we will sh- honor your fandom your and we shmoney. won't con you money um so yeah no no that no that was you know and it just goes to show you again that jordan peele is like a master already and i'm coming off the first movie where he had the stigma of being this comedy person who know who's generally been untested in this field of film let alone a horror film to now be the guy or be the one everyone's looking at at where you expect greatness from him. And he did it again, so amazing. I mean, it's a, it's a solid flick. Greatness, okay. greatness is a big word. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, doesn't agree with the word greatness. I mean, it's a big word. Well, I think in terms of being exceptional, he, he has to do another one. He's only had two. So if, it, if, we, if we go by, like, the notorious B.I.G., level of greatness where you only had a a certain material and then you like if he stopped making movies today yeah it may throughout the time be reflected on yo he was great i think he's he's on his way um i think what he is doing is carving his own niche within a niche and rising on those ranks of Mm -hmm. those exceptional directors i think that's the one thing like he's his own person but he's starting to get into that echelon and when the masses start recognizing it Mm -hmm. that's when you kind of got to look and say okay this guy might be on the song absolutely i still said what i said he has performed greatness already and will continue to perform greatness yeah i mean like i said the the dude was like the the best of the best why are you yelling me why are you yelling me no because i'm just loud like that jeff you know that (laughs) i do no i think he's great this time i'm gonna look at you every time you (laughs) that Yo, that Polaroid is crazy. Word, caption this. Yeah, I think that, um, I think that, I'm not sure, you know, it's too early to judge her way. I don't know if Get Out is a better film than Us, you know, versus whatever. I think they're both good films, both, you know, good to great films. films. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I would agree with you there. Yeah, 
I'm just saying greatness, you know. But I'm I saying that shit. But I can't I'm, lie. The I'm man is made. You know, your I mean, greatness. This show is a, greatness. Do, do we got to sit here and wait and prove ourselves after six years still? <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. I, I guess not, folks. I guess we've already achieved greatness. So is Jordan Peele. Get louder, y'all. Shout out to him. You know? Shout out to Captain Marvel. Like a, a hair, a, a sneeze away from a, a billion. Bill. A, a billion. sneeze away a from sneeze. it. Uh, and I think I had mentioned, oh, I mentioned on, on Castle Black, Castle Black Pod, that um, very close to achieving what Aquaman achieved. I think the only other superhero film, or maybe let alone film, period, that has achieved that recently. Uh, a billion views. Well, within the last. Well, I mean, recently, like recently, recently, recently yeah, yeah. meeting this In year. In 2019. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. So Jason Momoa, Brie Larson, let me hold $20. Yeah. Facts. But no, that's wild because especially after all of the hate online and all of the, you know, meh, 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 you know, we're going to ruin this and everybody trying to put rotten tomatoes and everything, you know. Waste of time. Well, the only thing that's rotten is those twin beds that they're sleeping in in their mother's basement where they cannot rise above their own iniquity to damage Mm, the brand of Captain Marvel and racists and sexists get proven wrong once again. Again. Stay mad. Stay mad. Stay hurt. Um, also, today, they decided to hurt feelings again with the Marvel, with the latest posters. What was it? Avenge the Fallen. Yeah. Became the hashtag very quickly. Well, first of all, I'm tired of Marvel. Like, wow. stop with these teasers and featurettes and posters. <sighs> I'm tired of y'all because all y'all doing is this. stirring up more, I mean, I know clearly that's the point, but you keep stirring up all this emotion and all of this anger and angst and anxiousness and all the other A words. Just give me the movie. People really called me out. I remember when the first trailer dropped and I was like, yo, Shuri got dusted. It says clearly right it all, there. It didn't say clearly, it said missing. Yeah, but Just I was like, like Scott was noted as missing. I know, but, but I was like, he's yeah. around. Scott Lang was, was on the missing. Bulletin. Yeah, but we knew Scott was. Doesn't around. matter. She, that was before you knew. Okay. Yeah. You, Scott was listed as missing, and sure he was listed as missing. So we had hope. And today, to your point, when Marvel dropped these, <laughs> that was so ruthless. When Marvel dropped these Avengers: The Fallen posters, which supposed to feature all the main characters that are either fallen or still alive, they conveniently included Shuri in black and white. Now, if you were watching all the posters as they were coming out and as they were posted on For All Nerds Twitter, any poster in black and white represented a person who was fallen or lost or infinity faded, if you're using the correct terminology, and the people who were in color posters are still around. Happy Hogan. So Shuri, like we mentioned, was one of the ones that was <laughs> Infinity Faded, as is, you know, uh, uh, Doctor Strange and a few others, you know. Not just Infinity Faded. People who caught it, like Loki, who got choked out. Okay, people who got killed. Yeah. <laughs> people who got killed with yeah. tea, okay? Yeah. So as far as we know, met the true death. Loki was one of them, as you mentioned. Um, but yeah, for some reason, they in- they included Happy Hogan as one of the living characters. <laughs> Now, I don't hate on Happy. Just, he's like the fourth level plus character. Why include him, but then conveniently leave out another person who got murked with a T called Hamdow? And, you know, we were having an internal debate on the show in a monster team about why Heimdall got left off. Because he's black. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> that would have been that would have been two black people alive instead of one. There's I, only one black person alive. When you put the pictures of the black people together that are on the posters, you have sh- no, no, on the posters. Yeah, Koye. You have a Koye. You have Sh- Valkyrie. Black Panther related. Not oh, look at that! Oh, that's literally man. Did you hear that gold poster? Black Panther related. <laughs> on, before we got there. Wow. On, <laughs> wow. We can't rewind the tape right now, folks. You can rewind. <laughs> I literally said Black Panther related. You didn't hear me. Tim yes, Apple Valkyrie in the house. Clearly black. She's there. But no, Okoye. She's there. Um, what's his name? T'Challa. Shuri. Black Panther related. And yep. that's, that's it. That's all well, they show. Yeah, I mean, well, we clear. we know that they, you know Nakia ain't gonna be up in Endgame. You know Nakia's off doing well, I don't her, care that, her spy game. And that's you know, fine. She yeah. wasn't in. You didn't notice Infinity her before War. Infinity War, so it doesn't matter. Which, is, which goes back to my point and of who can't get no post. The people who weren't even in Infinity War, i.e., Happy Hogan. Well, I don't remember seeing him. Happy Why? Hogan is in Infinity War. <laughs> I remember him because I don't. I don't count him. <laughs> Wait, is he only in the bonus scene? No, you're right. When is he they in Infinity War? They cut his War? scene in Infinity War. It's only, He has a bonus scene in Infinity War. Okay, see, I didn't know that. And yeah. if he do, to me, again, he's a he's a tier, he's a lower, lower tier character that why does he get a... A, a poster He wasn't even killed if he... A, Maybe clear, he didn't have a big moment well, in Endgame. First of all, he's alive. But if he was, whether alive or dead, why would they feature him? Maybe he's never a big moment in Endgame. It's Happy, Happy Hogan. Hogan. Look, Happy Hogan was in the first, so he has he to be was, in the last. He was. You know? That's facts, but he doesn't need a poster. Give it to Hamdow. I mean, well, at least we're relieved to know that Wong made it. So now I know he'll be able to get through his whole Netflix queue in the fucking sanctum while everybody else is fighting. With that tuna melt that he asked for. Yo, he's on deck. He's going to have Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus by the time the man came up. He's going to have News Plus, Wong, can you help? This Oprah special just came out, Fab. I'll 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 catch you later. uh, Gaming system. Stadium. (laughs) Y'all found Thanos? Who there? (laughs) Who all finna be there? Holla. Um, But yeah, so yeah, these posters came out, and like I said, it it both enraged me and also put me in my feelings all over again. And and again, I had the thought that perhaps, for a year now, that perhaps Shuri wasn't gonna be listed as gone. They're saying she's gone. They took Shuri, y'all. She was been gone. Like in the trailer, she was noted as missing. And if you missing, missing don't her, mean dead once again because they show someone who was clearly in not the missing. Most technologically not... advanced in the most technologically <laughs> advanced country in the world. Yeah, they can't find they can't no find damn Shuri. Well, he's like, yo, Shuri, yo, why your GPS off? <laughs> Turn on your Kamoyo beam. Well, here we are. <laughs> not the Kamoyo. <laughs> <laughs> why you got your Kamoyo beat on silent, Shuri? Uh, that said, um, kudos to once again, um, Mr. Morris fifty five. Um, just got to bring him up again about this goose poster situation. Mm. Um, hey guys, everybody listening, if you see this goose poster anywhere on the internet and you don't see attribution to either for all nerds, Mr. Morris fifty five, or both, let us know asap because we're gonna get in that ass and get it fixed. I'm telling you. You are going to make sure that people support these artists, support independent creators, and make sure that whenever you see this, that people are getting their just due. Thank mm-hmm. you. And if you don't know what you're talking about, make sure you head over to tpublic.com and search for the End Goose t-shirt. I mean, not just t-shirt, pillow, Everything. mug, sticker, poster, whatever you want done by Mr. Morris. It's basically the end game poster with goose all over it. Yeah. As it should be. Yeah. Yeah. 
the nice the nice little kitty cat. But uh Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's what happened with the posters. They're out, they're here, awesome. The movies are supposed to be like three plus hours long. And we have to post this. We other. have to post that. That is this the greatest. What? That's the greatest poster. The Thanos, another poster. The Thanos poster for Endgame just dropped. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna post this so you guys oh, can see what we're talking about. Man. But uh, but yeah, um, that's how I feel about it. You know, it's out. Whatever. Like I said, three plus hour long movie. I'm in there. I'll have my bonnet. I have my neck pillow. I'm ready. Word. Shit could have been ten hours. I'd have been like, right, like BRB. Be wow. Hold my calls. For the free. It's end game time. I, I'm in there. For I definitely would have told them to pause it. Well, I go to the back. We all got to come together as a family of theater. All right, so when is the intermission? Like, just tell them to stop. Because it's not like reels anymore. And I don't think no. they're using reels in the no, theater it's anymore. All, digital. all right, so now there's no excuse. We all got to get up and be it. like, yo, excuse me, miss, miss, can y'all pause right. so we can all, all right. go to the bathroom? It should be like a play. I'm definitely bringing my own food. I mean, I do that anyway. But I'm definitely bringing my own food. Wow. I hope y'all hear me. AMC and the rest of y'all, y'all hear me. I'm doing it. I just really wish that we could get intermissions because as someone actually noted today, uh, they said it's very ableist of people to be like, yo, I can just handle it. Why can't y'all? Because not mm. everybody can sit through this a three-hour movie. Shit, all, blue, all bladders ain't created equal. Or life, so. The, the only movie I've ever been in that had an intermission was Hateful Eight. Yeah, yeah, they did that. Because that was long as fuck, right? Dumb. That was like almost four. It was, I don't yeah. remember exactly I can't exactly remember how long, but oh man. I just remember it was long as hell. I struggled through that when I was sitting at home. <laughs> and with that, so we're going to take a quick break. We'll Ugh. be right back with more of the show. Sumeria is an epic scripted sci-fi podcast that is sure to blow your mind. With more than 50 actors, a mostly black cast, and intense special effects, Sumeria puts you right in the center of the action. Join the adventure by listening and subscribing to Sumeria on all your favorite podcast platforms. Hey, I'm Malcolm Lee, director of Night School, and when I'm not directing, writing, and producing and editing and spending time with my kids, I'm listening to For All Nerds. What's up, everybody? This is Chuck Creekmer, a.k.a. Jigsaw from AllHipHop.com. And when I'm not placing my heavy hand on the world of hip-hop culture, I'm watching For All Nerds. Hey, this is Pamela Ribbon, and when I'm not writing things like My Boyfriend is a Bear or Ralph Breaks the Internet, I am listening to For All Nerds. Hey, this is Kelly Robbins Hicks, executive producer of Random Acts of Blindness, and when I'm not making white people mad as hell, I'm listening to the For All Nerds show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Asante, one-third of the Friend Zone, and when I am not smoking pot or playing Shinobi Striker, I am listening to For All Nerds. Tune in. this episode of the for all nerd show thank you for listening thank you for subscribing thank you for supporting the for all nerds as we distrust deep culture from the perspective of people of color like i said before it's your boy dj but i mean we are here we are ready we are now one month away from end game one month it's on 
One month officially be shutting up the Yeah, officially one month. Countdown is on less than that to the premiere of Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you're not already, but you're subscribed to For All Nerds, so that means you're already getting Castle Black, the blackest Game of Thrones podcast in all of the realms into your ear holes already. This week, we had our first guest of the year, Tahoe TV. It was a lituation, as they say. What, we got like three weeks left before the premiere, April 14th? Wow. Wow, it's not a lot of time. Not a lot of time at all. <laughs> at all. So, so make sure you're listening to Castle Black. We just had our season five recap. So we're going to have season six coming up this week, then season seven, and then it is on. It is on. And guess what it is on? Uh, I say, guess what else is on? <laughs> is the guac is extra. The guac is extra. The geekly asked questions where we discuss and answer. Any and all questions that you send in to contact at forallnerds.com or you can hit us on the Twitter at forallnerds, the Instagram at forallnerds, the patreon.com slash forallnerds. You know, you drop some ducats up in there and you can ask any question you want. We'll answer anything then. You know, if you don't support a Patreon, you know, we'll, we'll see if we do it. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> it just depends. You yeah, know? it just depends. You got to have them fly-ass questions then. We'll see. Stupid um, dope moves. So the first question comes from Tia B713, a.k.a. Chocolate Tie Fighter, The Quiet Stormborn, mm. Fifty Shades of Grey Worm. Very oh, good. Wow. Excellent. The question is, first of all, I have to say thank you. Horrible Decisions was super entertaining and the perfect distraction during a very turbulent fight recently. You're wow. very welcome, yeah. and I'm glad we got you through that. I know Oof. that could be painful for a lot of folks. Um, okay, this comment slash question is for Ben Amin. You made my day with one of your IG stories not long ago representing the DMV. When I clicked on your circle and heard Keep It Gangsta by the one and only Backyard Band, I was like, what? No, he didn't. It's so rare that someone outside the DMV can appreciate Go-Go. Do you like it? Have you ever or would you ever make a Go-Go mix? A few of us used to leave HU, drink a bottle of Boons each, and mm. head straight to Ibex to see Junkyard and B Backyard Band play live. Epic. Big props to you. Uh, slash this Maryland girl loved it. Oh, thank you very much. And hell yeah, I love Go-Go. It's... Yeah, I didn't appreciate it when I first heard Go-Go music. When I first got to D.C., I was like, yo, this shit is terrible. Mm -hmm. so annoying. And then you see it live one time, and it's over. I have to agree with you. I always graduated. I also graduated from the illustrious Harvard University. Yeah. And that's how I also got acquainted with Go-Go. And when I first just heard it in the streets, I was like, what the hell is this shit? And then after... The first year, I would say my first year after going to parties where it would come up, after going to clubs where it, it was, it was sexy ladies specifically. Is that UCB? That's who, who backyard. Is, back, is that backyard? That's backyard too. When I heard that, I was like, oh, there's something else to this, mm -hmm. and then that's when I got deeper into it. So I'm also a big fan of GoGo, and when and same as you. Uh, uh, Tia, when Ben, I mean, posted that, I hit up his DMs. I was like, yeah. We don't give a uh, 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 uh
just don't know what's going on. Nah, I'm just like, Bitchy I'm waiting for the pots and pans to come in. Go-Go's big lit. Go-Go's big lit. Anytime I'm in D.C., if I don't hear Go-Go, I don't feel complete. Yeah, and go, uh, go, Backyard go, go, so is um the leader of Backyard is Big G, who I heard talk about in that song. Niggas think that when they see Big G outside, and Big G to a lot of people is Slim Charles from The Wire, the guy Slim Charles, the tall, dark skinned dude. That's the leader of Backyard Band. Oh, see, and I also didn't know that that was the name of the song. I thought yeah. it was Pretty Girls, and then you were like, "You're thinking no, of Wale." No, later on, because later on in that song, they go into Pretty Girls. Yeah, yeah but Pretty Girls is a Wale's Pretty Girls is a sample of a backyard band. Yeah, everybody do the big head. So are you now. gonna? As she asked, are you gonna do a go-go no. mix? <laughs> I leave that to the experts. Shout out to people like my man CeeLo no. from DC, DJ CeeLo, who is an absolute beast. And that, you know, leave it to people like him who know it, like, you know, backwards or forwards. I only know a couple joints here and there, so I just sprinkle it in when I can. All right. No she problem. had a, or they had another question as well, too, for us. That was the next one. I've been a podcast podcast listener for years, and with the explosion of podcasting, I believe you all make it sound. Oh, we we asked we answered this before. Oh, I wasn't here for yeah, that. Yeah, you wasn't here, but this is actually good, so you can give your take. Okay. Um, She's been podcast listener for years. I believe you make it sound much easier than it is. So here's a few questions. What has been the most surprising thing about having your own podcast? What has been the most joyful part of it? What has been the most difficult part? And what's one thing that you like your listeners to know? Damn, I miss this one. Uh, and I miss when y'all talking about this, too. Because, uh, yeah, I've just been out of it. So, um... What's been the most... Okay, here's the first question. Yeah. The first part. What's been the most surprising thing about having your own podcast? Wow. I can't... Uh, there's too many things on that one. Name, um, name any one. Some of the people I've met just doing it. Yeah, that... And, and become... People I've become cool with. Right. Through doing it. That's been crazy. Yeah, that's been crazy. Like, when we met Allison Williams... And she was like, yo, I know about y'all. I listened to y'all show. Yeah, and I was like, get the fuck out of <laughs> here, Allison. And I was with Ben when that happened. Yeah. I just looked at her. <laughs> I, I think and, I said, no, you fucking Right, don't. you did say that. And I, you know you're not supposed to say that to people, but you look at them like, stop fucking lying. <laughs> she was like, no, I'm for real. Yeah, so. and then started shouting out Kid Fury and everybody else yeah. on the network. And she was like, no, I listened to y'all, and now we're, like, tight. So that's one of the weird things. Okay, yeah. uh, surprising things. So what's yeah. the most joyful part of it? Of doing this shit. Being here with y'all, oh uh, yeah, no, it is like this. Some it's all it's usually like you know one of the best parts of my week, and yeah. that would, that would even go to you, like you know all of them like with Chico like everybody. It's just always been yeah therapeutic and everything else. And then the other joyful part is meeting people who listen to this shit. That shit is fucking yeah amazing, like amazing. It's so weird too. That's always so weird. What has been the most difficult part about having your own podcast? Doing this shit every week. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Big factuals. It ain't easy, folks. Ooh. It ain't easy, but it's also the most joyous part. So it's like, you know, it's the gift and the curse. And what's one thing you'd like your listeners to know about podcasting, presumably? About podcasting? Or um, this podcast, or your, your experience. Find something you love to talk about and do it, and it becomes a lot easier than that. That was the first thing that I noticed that people, when they when I, when I was unsure about even Fan Bros, now For All Nerds, when I was unsure about it, I, I'd get people who weren't interested in geek stuff to listen to it, 
And they were like, yo, I don't know what you're talking about, but you sound so passionate about it and so hype about it that I feel it. Mm. And so that made me realize, oh, okay, we got something here. Because if I can get them just by my passion and love for something, then I can get anybody. So, Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Um, the next question comes from Yukon Black. They write, I may have missed it, but I haven't heard your in-depth thoughts on Titans, Cloak and Dagger, Runaways, or the new Young Justice season. Have you spoken about any of these at length? If not, why not? Titans, Fire, Cloak and Dagger, Barely Watched It. Runaways is pretty good. Shout out to my homie Kirk, uh, who's one of the writers on that joint. That's probably going to be a Fire third season coming up. Young Justice, I was kind of disappointed. Yeah, I yeah. have not caught up on Young Justice, Ooh, so I can't on... say I was been disappointed. Why are you disappointed? I don't know if it was the magic ain't there, you know, like it was. Do you think it was too much? One of the biggest, one of the biggest was, time. Is, one of the biggest things I've heard was that it's too much time had passed between the last I've season. I've forgotten, you know, was what the hell was going in. on. Yeah, I was very deeply into Young Justice. And then years later, you get this. And also they say that it just goes into the story without... Yep. It doesn't even bring you in. It doesn't no. care whether or not you, you, you've you And there's a time jump. Like, it starts, and then there's a time jump. So there's already been time passed, and so there's already been, like, mad stuff has happened that they don't explain in between. Mm. And so there was... Yeah, it's... It, but, yeah, I, it's not over yet. The, yeah. had the second half of the season still coming, and there have been a couple episodes that are incredible in there. Like, yeah. you know, as great as the first ones. Like, there's one about Vandal Savage that is just stupid, and there's one about... um. What's his name? Red Arrow and a bunch of the arrows, like Arsenal and them being security guards. Oh, wow. And not doing, like, not wearing costumes through the whole episode. Really? And that one's great. So okay. there's like a couple where I think that once I see the whole season, I might change my opinion on it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I haven't watched Titans, and I've I've heard oh, too God much. Lord. I've heard too much split stuff on it for me to dedicate time for it right now. Titans but is surprisingly like good. Yeah. Nah, I, I I've heard the opposite. I've, uh, y'all y'all are really haters. the only two that I've I've heard say haters. that it's good. Um, but uh, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's fire that you don't like. So like let's let's <laughs> let's, let's, oh, let's 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 put that on the table. Oh, oh, like what? Like oh, what? Like what? <laughs> we don't. That's a that's a Patreon. Po- that's a Patreon podcast. That's a Patreon podcast. Um, Cloak and Dagger is great. That's a um. I watched the first season. I think it's good, especially yeah. for like the the YA mm-hmm. young adult uh, demographic. <laughs> I think it'd be fire. But I like I like the story that they tell, and that's also another great example where they had their origins within Spider Man, mm-hmm. but you don't really need. Spider-Man yeah. to tell their story because um, they have their own sustainable story and it's a, it's a cool flip. I haven't watched Runaways. Um, I've heard good stuff about it. I've, overall, I've heard good stuff about it. I've it's in its third season stuff. so I gotta I gotta catch up. Um, I put it in the same stuff. like Cloak and Dagger level. Right, yeah. yeah. And then um, Young Justice I haven't seen but then I have to watch the old one to yeah, watch the I new one. Like, I think I, I got through the first season of Young Justice, yeah. but I didn't get through the second Fire. season. It's such a good series. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I'm still waiting to f- figure out if I'm going to ever catch I, up. But uh, uh, Cloak and Dagger, I just had no reason. Like, personally, I just yeah. didn't want to watch it. Like, yeah. I, I just, it wasn't for me. Um, I We talked about this last week, I think. I love Doom Patrol. I think the DC All Access right now is, like, one of the best services because... They're about to drop Swamp Thing, which I'm looking forward to. Uh, they got an animated Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy show done mm-hmm. by Bruce Timm dropping at the end of the year. So they're, it's pretty solid you know, lineup they have over there. That's what's up. So, yeah, I don't know why we haven't talked about it more, but that's pretty much our thoughts on it. 
Alrighty. And the next one comes from Noble Vessel. They write, have you guys been keeping up with the new season of Star Trek Discovery? Thoughts on the new Trek series, Section 31, and Luke Picard. Jean-Jean Luke Picard. That's my name. Yo, <laughs> I was behind on it. Were you caught? You weren't caught up on last season? No, no I'm on, all right, what, they're on, s- they're on episode 10 now. Season yeah, two. season two. They're on season two, but yeah. you not you haven't caught up season one. No, I didn't. Oh, you need but, that. But you fam. know, you know, I I started watching again. All right, I was at home. I was like, okay, let me get back into it. So you y'all caught up, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm 100 percent caught up. I'm, I'm, I'm. Sunday just smirked my man like, <laughs> yo, know, I come back to it because it was like the break, right there, the break. I uh, think I was up to the break. Oh, in season one. Yeah, and then I come yeah. back. I'm like, okay, let me get back into this. Yeah. And they just merge them. Why, that's why Discovery is top, and I don't care what nobody <laughs> says, I will fight you in the street. Discovery's top three Star Trek series. Yeah, I was, it's I didn't want to get, I, I was like, it's too dark for me right now. Right now. I, I completely did that. I don't season, care what happens in the next God season. Damn it. Season top two <laughs> is shaping up to be better than season one. Wow. It's creeping up. Like, it's top three right now. Right yeah. now. If, if, if it keeps going the way it's mm-hmm. going. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I, I can't. I feel so. Right, I got to catch up. I, I got to. I got to. Wait. I got to get my so Stephen much. A voice. I, mean, I <laughs> am not disrespectful. I respect Jonathan Frakes, Jean Luc Picard. Uh oh. The whole cast of the Next Generation. The first season of that is not good. The Next Generation. But all <laughs> but I'm going to say, day, this is top three. Discovery is top. No, I mean, three. I think it's behind Deep Space Nine in the Next Generation. As but in, well, in yeah. like in the yeah. the, the, yeah, the hierarchy. I agree with you. Well, well, Deep, even, Deep Space Nine is my Deep, Deep Space Nine <laughs> is my number one. Yeah. Deep Space Nine is my number one. But what I'm saying is, knowing how all those shows started off, yeah. and how they ended, yeah. this one. Started fire, and it's even more fire. Yo, the way that they connect the the mythos of the old series Mm -hmm. and into like I was, I had apprehensions because of where it fell. Yeah, but there's no beats missed. In fact, they make they make the old shit even better. Yeah, like it's it's ill. Like I'm telling you, at the end of the season, if it goes how I think it's gonna go. We yeah. are going to have a dialogue. And and for the people who felt feel or felt like Star Trek has been slow or boring, nah. Discovery is none, none of, of that. these things. They murked my man. <laughs> like, I, I mean, mean with they, no they, problem. They people Yo. left and right. There's some there's battles, there's 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 time travel. I mean, everything you think of is in there and it makes sense. And it looks gorgeous. And it yes. looks and for it to be on T gorgeous. quote unquote TV, mm-hmm. it looks very good. That's Remember all that noise you was popping. I was popping mad noise. I was popping mad noise. This fool was on the show, Jeff. I still oh, don't man. appreciate yes, the hate for the CBS All Access. I still have hate. Oh, let's 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 let not gotta. Yeah, we could talk about it. We could talk about it. I still it. have a problem with that. I don't but have CBS All Access, but I've seen the episodes. Okay, y'all do the math on that. Okay. Okay. Arr! Wow. I'll put it out there. Oh no! I'm not doing no no iPad shit. I'm not doing no Nick Fury shit. Like I'm, oh, shit. I'm don't okay, worry about it. I've seen it. My point is, I still got. Let me get that login. I still got hate for CBS All Access, but I love everybody involved in Discovery, and I'm sorry, I still don't fuck with that streaming service. But that being said. Absolutely looking forward to the series that's going to star, hopefully, Captain Giorgio, and also looking forward absolutely to the to, to the Jean Luc Picard yeah. series. Like, are you freaking kidding me? But the, I, that's going to be legendary. It's amazing. Kiva's in yeah. charge of it. It's amazing. After Kiva, we went, 
After I, I, I want to see Star it. Trek. Um, Convention. whatever that was, <laughs> convention. <laughs> oh, I want you I know like that, special event. It was, it was tough to call it that. It was not popping. Let's be, let's be. Oh, you mean the fiftieth and away was not popping? It was. Yeah, and I'm not like we were. Me and Tatiana were sitting there, and I'm not like the biggest Star Trek fan, like everybody knows. And I felt disrespected. I felt disrespected because Star Trek is such a massive franchise, and for them to have a fiftieth anniversary, and it it just felt like nobody was there. Nobody was there. It felt mad weak. There was no energy. There was no like, yo, guess what's coming. You know, there was none of that because like it, Discovery kept getting pushed back at that point. Yeah. So people were like, <laughs> you know, real shook. And I they felt, didn't present nothing there. Right. So they didn't give you the love. You know how, like, we always talk about how we're quote-unquote cool nerds or whatever? I mm-hmm. felt like a full-on nerd at the place. It felt real. Like, I was just sitting yeah, there like, I mean, just, even though we did what we need to do and our and our um, our talks were sold out, if you will, or, or, or highly attended. Yes. Um, other than that, there was no energy. It was Wait, no energy. Have y'all ever been to Star Trek conventions before? No. No. Is that normal? I went as a kid. Oh, and, yeah. and I felt like it's different from the perspective of a child. Yeah. But even I, mm-hmm. as a kid, was kind of like, are these niggas some nerds? Yo? Like, there's <laughs> some different type of, like, like we heard stories about how women were, were pressing um, William Shatner. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. They were pressing <laughs> I remember, like, like, wow. like but, but it was Shatner. like, it was like your aunt's. And your grandmother's trying yeah. to like get it popping with Captain Kirk on some wow. on some Riser shit. You know what I'm saying? Nah, but if you was trying to but, you saying you was getting on Jonathan Frakes, I'd be behind you. Like, yo, that is No, but a this bad was peak bitch, this but... was peak, you know, late eighties, early nineties. He was oh, still okay. a robust sixty or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he still had he still had he was he had, he had a robust. Uh, vim and vigor. He was you still jumping over the hood of cars on TJ You know, that's when Priceline was you know, they were slowly creeping up before Priceline all that Priceline. Oh, I I'll say this though, that section thirty-one series, I'm already on it. Like that, yeah. they, they, that shit's gonna be all black ops. All it's gonna be mad death. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. Georgiou's gonna be sunning everybody. Yeah, she's literally the 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 stir that straws and, the train. And I'm glad they re, they moved her to a different series as opposed to where they did the bait and switch with Discovery when you thought she was gonna be there the whole time and then you know. What happened with her? Well, so. they didn't. They didn't mm-hmm. Technically, they didn't Wait, say that. Hey, well, they didn't say that. You got already behind the line. It pissed me off. I mean, anyway, you, you seem like you was very angry, and I'm very scared to tell a black woman to her face that she's angry. But you seem very angry about <laughs> well, because, all that. Because you know what? You don't be scared because it was true. You only have to be scared when it's untrue. Well, you you was angry. <laughs> Let me put some bass in my voice. You was wild angry. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Um, Excuse me, ma'am. I thought you were a little perturbed, a perturbed at the streaming service and of Jojo. Um, one thing I, it's a holdover from last week that we didn't get to ask okay. that I wanted to ask, ask since you're here. Um, this is from Sheptar. This goes: What show or movie has a dark truth that we never realize oh, or God. talk about? He was thinking about an earlier comment from you, Ben. I mean, when you published toy, the Toy Story tweet, you had mentioned about... Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, because I was talking like, about how... I, go ahead. Like, if, like, Toy Story made me think, because I don't think they've ever done this in the show or in the movies, where it's like, when do they gain sentience? Because do they gain sentience when they're built? Because if that's the case, then they spend mad time in stores, like, stuck in this plastic. <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God, I'm alive! You what? know, do they have memories? Like, does Buzz right. Lightyear... Because Buzz Lightyear remembers his time as Buzz Lightyear. Right. He well, thinks of himself he as not a toy. Really, and I think you might be right, because if I remember to the first Toy Story, remember the aliens were in the um, game machine, yep. the claw machine? Yeah, and they thought of that as their reality. Yeah. That was a really ill um, philosophical mo- moment in Toy Story right yeah. there, because it's like... What your reality is shaped by the world you grow up in. 
and by what you perceive as your reality. So that was a really ill Pass moment right blunt. there. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so what other ones have? Most things have I, dark I, I got one. It's okay. a conspiracy theory, and the creators have proved it false. Yep. But let me, let me fuck your heads up real quick. Okay. None of the babies in Rugrats actually exist. <laughs> But what? they are all instead figments of Angelica's imagination as a result of her parents' negligence. Chucky died with his I'm mother, nervous. which explains how much of a nervous wreck his father is. <laughs> Tommy was a stillborn baby, oh, which explains why his father, Stu, was always in the basement making toys for the son he never had. What the? F- Finally, the DeVilles had an abortion. To wow. compensate for not knowing the sex of the baby, Angelica invented twins in her head, oh, one boy and one girl. That's what about so Susie? This was back in the Rugrats, like the Tumblr era, yep. where somebody had a, a theory that the Rugrats never actually so existed. So what about Susie, then? I read that I, on crap. Back Do they even mention Susie? This articles. is before Susie show. Cause you know they put the black person in years later. So, a la friends. Yeah. I wow. don't know. Wow, I, I don't know. that wow. is dark. Yeah, that was the darkest shit I ever. I remember reading it, and I was like, I was like holding my chest, holding my back as I was reading yeah, it. That's but just, that's the that's, darkest thing. But I said it's not a truth. Story. But when I read that, I was like, Yo, who sits around? And concocts this in their mind. Right. To think. Pass that blunt. I got one. The Thundercats are colonizers. Hmm. Thundera wasn't theirs? No. See, that's what everybody forgets the beginning of the story. They come from another planet. It's not even Thundera. Thundera gets blown up or some shit, whatever. They do whatever. It's new Thundera or something like that. It's new Thundera. They come to this land and they land on this new planet and they take over. And there's already indigenous people there, and they're just like, whatever, dude, you know, get down or lay down. They build their big ass tower, and then they start, you know, terrorizing right. Mumra and the rest of them. I got a yeah. good, I got a good one. Um, Saga, the uh, wreath and landfall. They're basically just both warring um, uh, imperialistic countries that suck everybody else into their fight. Oh yeah, I think that's like the. the I think that's. The oh, I think yeah, that's yeah, like. That that, that's a. Yeah. That's a. That's like a direct allegory to yeah. like mm-hmm. this world. Oh yeah, definitely. So that, Everybody that one is, is bad in, in Saga. The only thing yeah. I can think of that's not conspiracy theory related, which actually just what it was on his face, is gargoyles. <laughs> because no. first of all, there's. Yeah. First of all, old school levels to it. Like '90s, early 2000s cartoons are pretty fucked up when yeah. you think about it. Gargoyles had a lot of violence in it. And but but also uh, assumed violence. So for instance, if you ever watch it, you'll know that when it's daytime, the gargoyles go to sleep. They become their 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 stone, mm-hmm. you know, personhood or whatever. And they they sit wherever they sit. Now if somebody bashes in that stone, you kill the gargoyle. So mm. there have been episodes where gargoyles was getting bashed in left and right, killed, like mm. murdered on sight, being murdered by their own too. So. And I think after a while, when I figured out, when I put two together, I was like, oh, niggas is dying in this mm. show. Yeah. I, got, I got a couple. Um, G.I. Joe was nothing more than propaganda for, for the U.S. For the US Army. Army. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Steve Urkel was a stalker. He was. Oh, yeah, that goes like, like and, and, and his And his actions were never really addressed by a fucking cop. That was being stalked by his daughter. Laura's dad was showing up a cop. This is all true. But yet, when when um I was about to call him Theo. When when <laughs> um when um what's the Darius son. McCrary's name the on on um uh, on Family Matters? How do I remember his real Eddie. name? Yeah, Eddie. Eddie. When Eddie, Eddie yes. got racially profiled by that other cop, that. it was smoke. <laughs> and Carl oh, was like, yo, that you episode know, is Carl, so fire. No, but yo, that was Carl that was one of the, the Let me tell you, 
in retrospect, Family Matters was very eh, but yes. they had yeah. they had great ep- like singular yeah. great episodes. That's probably the best episode ever where he was like, "Yo, I'm a cop. How do I Yo. how do I um Cross respond to line. it?" And yeah. like yeah, yeah, at first he was like, "I need to find out. I need to hear both sides." Yep. And he's like, "Yo, that's your son. They only wanted me because I was a black man. I'm a nice guy." He's like, "Yo, you know, everybody relax." <laughs> then he goes to the diner and sees dude that was didn't even you see he wanted to shake his hand. He didn't even want to shake his hand. He was just like, "Yo, what's Smoke. up?" And then you had the you had the young liberal the young liberal cop next to him that was like, um, he was the one that was just fresh on the force and he and he told him at the end, you I'm just why did you become a cop? And he was like, yeah, you know I just wanted to make a difference. Good guys versus the bad guys. You know what's the problem? Mm-hmm. Your partner is one of the bad guys. And he walked away. And that was like twenty something years ago. And think about how history repeats itself. I'm telling you, but he should have been checking Steve. You so right. Because when he turned to Stefan, he wasn't he wasn't stalking why because he was Stefan. He did he didn't well, have to. Because like Laura he was secure. Him because Laura gave consent that oh yeah, I do want you around. Me. And I mean Myra Loki stalked him too. Let's 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 be fair. Myra Loki stalked him, but you know, rest in peace. She could have stalked yeah, me too. Yeah, rest in peace. She could have stalked me too. Myra Monk. I'd be like, I'd be like oh no, please stop. No, leave me alone. I'm okay. I don't Myra I don't was bad. I don't I don't I I'm her. not I don't like you in that way. What? Go upstairs, okay. Anyways. Wow. Um, yeah, those are, those are definitely some dark, dark versions. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anyone else. I I just love Thundercats and definitely that my Thundercats main... colonizer shit kind of messed me up. Just yeah. No, that, I was like, yo, no. That no, that was Rock not... shit messed me up. I was like, no, oh, yeah, what? I, yo, listen, yeah. the first time I read that, I was just staring at Tumblr. You know, R.I.P. Tumblr, y'all let me know. Let us know at it for all nerds if they still got porn on there. Because I didn't, they, wasn't they supposed to like let it they go? They were supposed to get they rid of supposed, it. I try to click on the link to see the rest of it. It was like, open the Tumblr app. And I'm like, for what? No, I'm, I'm <laughs> it's straight. clean. Yeah. It's G-rated now. I I'm don't want to see it anymore. <laughs> for what? Chris is like, yeah, I've been deleted that shit. <laughs> oh. Alrighty. Um, Chris, so, I just need, I needed somebody with me, bro. I'm sorry. You got to take that. If you have a question for the For All Nerds team, make sure you hit us up. Contact at ForAllNerds.com or on the Twitter and Instagram. At For All Nerds. And before we get out of here tonight, because we didn't really get it right last week, let's do it again. Comics I Copped. The section of the show where we talk about all the comics for cop and make sure you use that hashtag. That's comics I copped on Twitter, on Instagram. I saw somebody today uh, had... All the paper girls, a couple, why the last man and monstrous, all fire. Thank you for listening. Thank you for using that hashtag. Real quick, I actually just want to talk about a couple joints that Jeff has been talking about recently. I picked up Naomi, the first three issues of that uh, by Brian Michael Bendis with art. I really got to shout out that art, yo, by Jamal Campbell. I haven't seen this dude before. Straight fire. That art is incredible, yo. Beautiful art. And uh, I saw, we actually had a question about this. People were asking, do we think Marvel or DC makes better comics? And I really don't think either or any company makes better comics. And if you're not into DC, I think Naomi is like a perfect comic for people who don't know much about DC because they're really exploring like the history of the DC universe. You're already seeing all this wild stuff in it. And it's featured around a young black woman. So I think it's going to be one of those comics that really gets people into it. I'm so glad I was just thinking of that too. Because I also read the Spider-Man, is it Through the Ages by Chip Zdarsky? Zdarsky. Yeah. 
I, I like the idea. I wasn't blown away by the first issue. Nah, yeah. I, w- I wasn't. I wasn't. It, it seemed like pretty straightforward, and I thought it was going to be something more transformative. I'm yeah. still gonna. It's a limited I'm series, gonna keep going. so I'm gonna keep yeah. going because I want to see what happens in the '70s. But the '60s was pretty much. And it's like, like it felt like something I've read before. Yeah, and it's like when you've read stuff like Watchmen, when they really inserted superheroes, and you see the effect. Like if Iron Man was flying around in Vietnam, it'd be a different world we live in right now, and that's. They're kind of just playing it safe. I feel so far. Yeah, I, I yeah. don't. I don't think that. Um, I I was. I think it was good, but I don't think it was like, oh my god, like what I thought it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. Like I, at least the, from the concept, like where they could go with it. I don't know, but I, I'll see. And, and Naomi, it's been getting rave reviews, oh, and I good. think it des- it deserves all of them. That's like really they posted, good. they did the flex where they posted all the reviews on issue three. Mm. And I was like, heard you, heard you, heard you. <laughs> but it's 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 a mystery. Yeah, that's the craziest thing about it. Like it's a mystery mm-hmm. where you know these people. It's a it's a nondescript regular middle America, probably flyover state town. And nothing ever happens until something happens. And Naomi's wondering, how come this type of stuff never happens here? And she's trying to unravel the mystery about her own origin and the origin of the uh, and what's going on in the town. And the turn twist and turns in three issues already. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I didn't. I, oh, I thought we was here. Yep. Oh, we here. OK. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I would say that's it. It's only three issues in. It's definitely one that you should be reading. And that art, Jamal Campbell, killing it. And one last one that I picked up this week uh, is this book, Meet the Scrolls, from Marvel Comics. And it's is about... Is going to be humorous? No, no. Is this is another art? one that might... I don't know. I can't remember the author or the artist yet, but this is another one of those books like Marvel does when they have like a vision, you know, or something. Uh, what was the one after vision I was talking about? I can't remember right now, but it is a ill book about the Stroll family who has infiltrated Earth, and they're living in, um, I'm not sure what town they're living in, but they're living in a town as normal humans, Mm -hmm. and they're trying to go about their mission to pretty much take over the planet, but their daughter has gotten acclimated to Earth too much. Ah, and so she's not feeling their mission anymore. And so it's a okay. It's by Robbie Thompson, Nico Henrichon, I guess, and covers by Henrichon. Henrichon, yeah. Robbie Thompson, Nico Henrichon, covers by Marcos Martin, and it's two issues in so far, and it's fire. It's really fire. The youngest daughter with the hood that looks upset while everybody else is smiling. Yeah, that's the daughter who's not feeling it, and it's just kind of like, yeah. Her older sister is like, get with the program. You know, her older sister's straight down with the cause. But it seems like everyone is also going to have their own issues. It's not just her who's, like, not down with it. But right now, it's just starting and really dope, really ill. Definitely an interesting take. Yeah. I would like to read this. No. Very worth it. Check it out, y'all. Meet the Strolls from Marvel. And that's about it for my comics I cop this week. I'd say if anybody isn't reading Thor, you need to get on that mm. ASAP. Thor, uh, the story that's been told since uh, Mighty Thor with mm-hmm. Jane Foster, it's all culminating in War of the Realms that's happening next week, I believe. The War of the Realms is beginning, and Midgard is the last uh, the last line of defense against uh, Malekith and the Darth Dark Elves. Mm. Um, they've laid asunder to all the other realms, including Heaven. Well, they're like in, a, I think, 
there there's an alliance there but there's a lot of stuff going on and um marvel's put out some trailers for it. jason aaron is an incredible writer and the things that he's done with thor just redefining who he is what it means to be worthy and how he responds to all the troubles in his life and where he takes all the other secondary characters. He doesn't forget anyone. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, this is your yearly reminder that living in New York in the Marvel Universe is a, is a crapshoot. <laughs> but I bet their MTA works better than ours. Yo. And they probably don't raise the fares every fucking year Yo. and don't do shit to the subway, don't do shit to the um, LIRR, don't do shit to Metro North. Come on, tell them. But, but, pay, but pay more in monthly... Uh, passes but yeah we can't but every five minutes a signal is down (laughs) shout out to jonathan hitman who is coming back to marvel to do x-men one of my favorite authors ever he had a legendary run on the avengers and fantastic four and now he's doing an x-men two x-men comics that will be coming out weekly one after the other every week you'll be able to get some of that goodness so that's to be ill Anything else before we get out of here? Make sure you use that hashtag comments like cop, like I said before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I need y'all to at Tom King on Twitter and tell him that he owes us a visit to the spaceship. Man, he him claims and he was down. He claims he's with the fan fam, and we got dust. So, uh, could you please just knock on his door, if you will, his Twitter? Twitter account and just let them know, hey man, we want you on Fall Nerds. In addition, as always, y'all have slowed up over this past, I don't know, six months, but y'all still need to get on um, Wesley Snipes. Uh, he still follows us and still doesn't answer our DMs, so I don't know. I don't know. We just got to keep going. Um, and like I said earlier, make sure if you want to get a piece of that exclusive us commentary as long with other amazing things hit us up on patreon patreon.com slash for all nerds where you will be excuse me where you will be met with a variety of tier choices one being a dollar the highest being five racks yes and uh i'm not gonna put you up for sale thank you i I, I appreciate (laughs) you not putting me on the block in in reverence of chattel slavery in the middle passage but i got a couple of things shout out to stranger comics asunda drama series based on their epic fantasy is in the works at hbo so if you ever read anything like niobe she is life who amanda stenberg was like the muse for the for Mm -hmm. the character Mm -hmm. um dusu and any of those works by um What's the brother? What's the brother's name? Um, Detranimi. Uh, that's the EP that's gonna be on it. Um, I can't remember the brother's name who 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 writes it. If I find it, I will let you know. But I read Niobe. She yep. is life. I met them at Comic Con years ago when when Amanda was uh with them in promoting the book and it's it's a diverse world of characters set in like a lord of the rings game of thrones medieval-esque but these are like literally you know how we always talk about fantasy characters and why can't there be no black people in fantasy and stuff like that it's literally a completely diverse fantasy world and it's been some of the best comics i've read and and really interesting mythos so to see them to see them getting um i think his name is sebastian Sebastian Jones. Yes, yes. Ooh, that came Sebastian to me. You gotta Jones, love yeah. the human mind, boy. I don't know where that was. My my hard drive was backed up. But um, that's all right. Sebastian Jones, and, and and they were they were real dope. Like he's really outgoing. Um, 
with the fans and everything like that and I know they've been working hard so I love to see it when when creators get these opportunities so shout out to them facts and he's and, good people yeah and if you uh, if you know Tom Taylor who is the author of Injustice um he he is the author of uh, the X23 Wolverine and he has a bunch of other stuff that's coming out he has a thread right now on Twitter where I don't know if he's alive right now because this man, in all of his Caucasian brother glory, uh-huh. rented a cabin in the middle of the woods to get some writing, creative writing done. Everything that you think <laughs> could happen. We talk about, you know that the people of the threat say, wow, that's not even a horror movie about us because of, 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 of it's not being scary it's enough. Scary enough. No. Read that fucking threat. Because this was the biggest thrill ride that I've had all year. <laughs> where, yo, I don't know what's at that cabin, but it ain't human. Damn. And, and t- I, I, I quote tweeted him and said, it's been nice knowing you. I hope he can. I, whatever he you makes. You gave him the Wong? Oh, yo, no. You said, oh, yo, that's crazy. I, listen, I started reading his thread, and I too went to go protect the Stanctum because nobody else was around. <laughs> Stanctum. The Sanctum. I the love it. Did, I, did I just outcast the, yes, the, uh, the, the Stanctum? Yes, yes. <laughs> Before we get out of here, also, also uh, congratulations to our friend Joseph P. Illich, who is now the new sales and marketing and editorial. Well, along with the Woo Woo Report, they are the new sales marketing editorial leads at A Wave Blue World, which is a groundbreaking graphic novel publisher for creator-owned books. Awesome. Joe, let me hold $20, too. For real. Anybody, let me hold $20. Venmo Cash App. Quick pay. Fan Bros. F-A-N-P-R-O-S.